Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 10. Make sure you guys all like and subscribe this video. We're going to give you our hot takes, big plays, bold calls at the end. But you need to like and subscribe. We get those likes and subscribes high enough. We will give you our hottest takes at the end. That is the most fun part of the show. Not analytic, just going straight with our guts. Week 10, boys. You ready to go? Ready to go. I need to bounce back. I got slaughtered last week, but uh, my bold calls hit. Some of them, I think. Hey. But it's okay. So, back on another so, round. So message for the week, just go all in on your bold calls and make them your core plays. Okay. Yes. Good. Message Good. That's, taken. That's the winning Noted. Formula. I like it. <laughs> Noted. Live or die by the bold call. Hey. Exactly. All right, guys. We got an interesting week this week. Um, a lot of great games. Um, a lot of kind of unknown out there. So I'm really curious to see what you guys have to say tonight. I have a feeling we're going to be – all over the map. So let's uh let's get it started. Quarterbacks at the top, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean a really, really good job of pricing this week. Um Finally. there's not a whole lot of mistakes out there in the algorithm that DraftKings identified. You know, it's everything is pretty even across the board. If you want to get, you know, a Mahomes stack going on, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um really tough. So I, I don't really know where I'm going as far as, as up top. I think that, uh, you know, I think I guess we'll classify up top as 6,000 and above this week. Um, and are you going to try to jam any Mahomes? I mean, I think yes. Um, but based on the ownership, I would rather try and jam Tua, I believe. Um, Cleveland's got a better running defense than they do a passing defense. Uh, and I think that's where they can be had. Uh, they, they don't have very explosive corners and going up against very explosive wide receivers seems to be their weakness so far this year. Um, I am going to play, I mean, some Mahomes, and I think, you know, there's 10,000 ways to play it because he's got all these random receivers now. Um, I think you really just simplify it and play Mahomes and Kelsey. Uh, but if I'm going up, I'm probably going to Tua this week. Um, that's that's who I like. Vinny, your guy, is steaming up the ownership boards this week. So I don't know if you're going to play him. So I'll ask you next. Where are you going above 6,000? Yeah, I, I'm with you on Mahomes. One quick question I have on that is – is it possible to play Mahomes without Kelsey? I mean, you can, but I, I get don't. it. It's like the worst correlation ever, but I mean, you you can't. I so I like I'll like it more if um, if Hardman is is officially out. Mm-hmm. I'll like it a little bit more because then you can play Mahomes with like Juju and Kadarius Tony. Or you could play Mahomes with like MVS and Tony because I think Tony will step in and do a lot of the Hardman stuff mm-hmm. if Hardman is out. Um, yeah, I mean, I just think it, looking at it like just from the the, the Chiefs kind of theory on it is like you need Kelsey to have a monster game for it to pay off, not yeah. just this, you know. And he's obviously his floor is like the safest guy on the slate, but like you need thirty plus from this guy. To like really pay off and like yeah, I mean that you gotta may have, not happen. 
Like there's you a good chance have of it, right? Thirty to thirty-four, right? To have Mahomes really pay off, and that's why, like, I'll just save the twelve hundred bucks and go down to Tua. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on my sheet. I have Tua's my number one play for sure up top. Um, I'll try to. I'll probably get a a, a you know Mahomes stack or two in there, but two is going to be my main guy up top. I also, yeah, uh, to your thing, I am going to be playing Justin Fields. Um, for me, he, he, it just, to me, it doesn't matter really. Like there's ways to get different. We talk about it every slate. It, as long as you're being smart in other positions, like it's very possible to get different. If you're playing him, his weapons are cheap. He's got an amazing matchup. Um, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know how you could go away from it at this point. Like if you've been playing it. He's just been awesome, man. He has been what like we anticipated Lamar being, right? Like it just the running upside is so massive with this guy. Um, he's got cheap weapons. If you want to go there, you could just play him by yourself by himself if you want to. So I'm gonna play him and just try to get different in other spots in those lineups. All right, Joe, what where are you going up here? I'm interested. I think it's very simple. You guys covered it. Mahomes at the top, I think, is a good call. I think you got to have a little bit of that with Kelsey. Like, them going for 65 points combined is not out of this world, right? I mean, they could definitely do more than that. The other side of that is, are they going to need to? You know, do they just pummel um, Jacksonville and they're just running the ball with Pacheco and Pacheco goes for 185 yards, you know? So I can see that game going that way as well. So I'm not going to have some heavy ownership on that, but I'm definitely going to have a little bit of it. Two is a great call. I just think of Cleveland, and it's like you really think the Cleveland Browns are running with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in that secondary? It's not no. Gonna well, it's just those, not going to happen. Both it's, of those defenses just gotten gashed all year. Yeah, so. and I love that it's in Miami. I love that it's yeah. not in Cleveland. The fact that it's in Miami is a big deal for me. So I think two is my absolute favorite. Justin Fields, I mean, I just feel like I'm late to the party, but that shouldn't deter me from getting in on the party either. Um, going against Detroit, I, I can actually see this game being a shootout. Jared Goff definitely ramped up his passing last week. Um, could have converted for more touchdowns, et cetera, but I can see that happening against a terrible Bears defense. This is just one of those games where you got two really bad defenses with a couple of stars on each side of the ball on offense that can just light it up. It's very centric, and it's not going to spread out. The points aren't going to spread out too much in this game, so it's going to be very isolated. So. Two is my favorite, like one-off quarterback with like a Tyreek stack. That's another stack that's really hard to put together with Tyreek, Waddle. I mean, Tyreek's 9,100. He's in Cooper Cup's level now. So I would say actually Justin Fields makes the most sense. Like if I'm going above 6K, Justin Fields makes the absolute most sense. I'm not letting me being late to the party deter me. You know, I just got to jump in and go. If Josh Allen is active, do you have some interest to play him against the – very shitty Vikings defense. Yeah, you know they're gonna shoot him up <laughs> if he plays. They're gonna shoot him up. Um, do they really need him? I don't. I don't even. I mean, yes, obviously they need him. It's, it's Josh Allen, but is this a must win for the Bills this week? Do you guys believe in that no. narrative? Because if it is, they're gonna shoot Josh Allen up, and he's gonna be fine. It's and not. if his arms hurt, he's actually just gonna run the ball more. Um, so it actually could generate more upside. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, I don't think it's a must win for them, but I think that if he can play, he will. Because the UCL is – that's a painful injury, man. Um, throwing with that's not easy. So, no I mean, doubt. you can throw no problem. But, I mean, the, the more you throw, you're just going to be in more pain. The scary part is can you finish your throws? Are you able yes. to finish and get your arm extended and not throw high balls, which leads to a ton of interceptions? 
So I'm sure that's what they're evaluating this week in practice. Yeah. yeah I mean, if he's a go, that's obviously not happening. It, even if he's a go, I'm off of it. I Just personally from a slate strategy standpoint, like we'll talk about it. I want to get up to some of these higher running backs. And like, I mean, you're going to be paying 8600 for a guy who we don't know what we're going to see. Like how bad is that injury to Joe's point? So, yeah, I mean, but really Vinny, you gotta, you can look at it like that, but if you listen to like what Joey was saying, you're paying 8,600 for basically, you know, an RB one. He's also going to throw the ball a little bit. No, totally. I mean, Joe's never a bad play. It's just, I'm not going up that high at quarterback okay. this week. I I just think you've got guys like Fields, and we'll talk about some of these other ones. Like, you can get 25, 30 points out of these guys and survive. Like, even if Absolutely. Josh Allen has a ceiling game, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just don't think I need to do it this week personally, so I'm not doing it. All I'm right. not going to roll the dice. So if we're going to go below 6,000, where are you headed there? I mean, I'm, I'm going back to your boy, Danny Nichols. Uh, I, 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 well, I like let's, it, dude. Let's let's you know, let's take it easy on slandering his nickname there. Da- Daniel Pennies. Uh, I yeah, oh, dude. That's even better. That means Penny? he can throw pennies wherever he wants. That's even better. <laughs> nah. No, it, he's in a good spot here. He's off the bye week at home. Houston sucks. You guys have been on him. You know, you've talked about it at nauseum, obviously, of like what his upside is right is like a kind of a mini Josh Allen, like, you know, obviously nowhere near the same player, but the running upside condensed, you know, pool as far as where he's going. Um, I, I like the spot for him. I, I think Daniel Jones is in a good spot. And obviously we're looking at Saquon as being one of the chalkiest players on the slate. So I know you like playing him with Saquon, but it's a direct leverage off of that. If you want to do that, or, it's a way to get different if you're going to play Saquon, right? So, Joey, who are you going yeah, think, to down here? Well, I think Danny Dimes is a great play. I think this just fits into a Danny Dimes spot, like you were saying, Vinny. When he goes against bad teams, which actually has not been that often this year, like bad defenses, that is. Houston's defense, yeah, they rank six against quarterbacks, but like you're not going to tell me Houston's defense is a top 10 defense in the NFL. So, I think it's a great spot. It's at home. I can see Houston totally just rolling over here and Danny Dimes having a great game. Um, yeah, I also like. I mean, the, we talked about it. The Giants finally have a real coach in Dayball. Like coming off of a bye week, like they're going to have another week just to kind of get ready, get prepared. Be very like, prepared. Yeah. I think they just smoke Houston here. You yeah, know, to be honest. So, but if I if I'm going to someone else right here, it's Jared Goff. I mean, I'm just going to stay with that Detroit Chicago game. I can see this game just <sighs> getting out of control, just like that Miami Chicago game last week. If Justin Fields is able to run the ball. Detroit's going to have to throw the ball to Amon Ross St. Brown and his other weapons. Who knows what the hell is happening at running back Joe's, there with Joe's Joe. first out into space call. <laughs> Jared Goff? Yeah. Jared Goff is a good quarterback, okay? So I just think Jared Goff at 5,500, he only needs to get us 22 points. He's more than capable of doing that. He's done it multiple times this year. Chicago is nothing special, and they don't have anyone on defense anymore. So, yep. Well, Jimmy, where well, you at? I, yeah, I like guys below that. So, Jimmy, go ahead. I've got kind of two two weird ones. Um, I mean, I, I think I like T Law. Obviously, man, um, we, fuck we some, yes, my guy. We, we can have some runbacks. Uh, he ended up getting there in the second half versus the uh, 
hapless Raiders that are just <laughs> disintegrating in front of us right now. I mean, I don't know. If the, right, two young, more guys come, go. Baby. I mean, Joe, the Raiders had a guy retire today and two guys go to IR. Yeah. Big <laughs> I, props so, to the guy who retired. He's just like, I'm out. Oh, yeah. This he sucks. just said, fuck it. I'm, I'm done with this shit. Um, anyways, I, I like that call though, Jim. I'm on, I'm on T law as well. I, I think it's a good way to be chasing Mahomes in this game, and you can get your Kelsey exposure right for much cheaper at quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I like him quite a bit actually. This well, week. and then if we piggyback off of another expensive quarterback that we like, you can't really ignore what Jacoby Brissett has been doing. Um, He's got some, like, rushing touchdown upside as well. Um, He'll run around a little bit. For 5,400, it's an easy run back with just Waddle and and Cheetah coming back. But you can play Jacoby with, you know, Cooper. If Donovan Peoples-Jones is your your cup of tea, you can do that. Um, If Njoku gets rolled out, you've got a cheap Harrison Bryant. Uh, for tight end, so there's a lot of cheap options, and it's really tough if you put Tua into that stack and and try to access those really premium wide receivers with Tua. This is a way to kind of get away from that. Um, oh, man, I, I mean it's 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 dirty, but you know I, it's it's a viable option. And if you're looking at other guys down here, you know I, I don't mind Joe's call of Jared Goff. Um, that's, that's not the worst one. Ugh. But the guy I'm really interested in, if Josh Allen doesn't play, I'm going to jam all kinds of Case Keenum into my life. <laughs> Absolutely. No doubt. Yeah, he's, I heard, he's I heard not a bad quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's played with Diggs. This offense doesn't change really with him. Like, yeah, no. I'm sure the running piece of, of Allen does, but, like, they're not going to become a running team all of a sudden. You know, no, they're like, first offense. Like that's how their t- offense is constructed. I've heard t- people talking about it, like, oh, Singletary becomes this like a you know really intriguing play. It's like, no, we, I don't think he does. Like they added Naheem Hines, they've got other backs. Like, yeah, if anything, Naheem Hines is the one that's going to get the upside because of the Case Keenum dump off situation, or and they're going to have Naheem yeah, Hines like, on third downs, right? So on, totally. on a normal third and two with Josh Allen in there, they're going to run some uh, student body right, student body left with Josh Allen. Yeah, they're not going to have that option, and they're going to need someone like a Naheem Himes to come out of the backfield and be that safety valve. So, if anyone totally. has upside, it's him. Yep, I agree with you, and I'm with you, Jim. Uh, I hope we get that news late uh, because I will play Case Keenum uh, a ton if he's going to start this game. So, great um, run back. You've got great run backs on the other side with Jefferson and Hawkinson. Um, yep. I, I mean, it's just it's kind of tailor made. So. Let's scoot on over to well, one other guy that I'm going to throw a few oh, another potentially on here. Mr. 12 QB, he's back. I know, no, I have five. Five and then this guy. On a 10 game right. slate. I may have some Sam Ellinger this week. The Raiders are so bad. And so Vinny. I <laughs> like the fact that they launched Frank Wright into orbit. That like milk toast of vanilla offense that they were running. Like, let's see this team take some shots and take some chances. Now it is a downgrade because Jonathan Abrams gone. 
that's that's yeah. Raiders great. defense is much improved. <laughs> much Jonathan improved. Abram Pond. But dude, nobody's this, picked him up yet. By the way, the, the Packers did. <laughs> but the the defense is so bad for the Raiders, dude. Like, I don't I don't see how it can get any worse here. Um, at five K, I'm willing to take some shots. So I'm just throwing that out there. I called Fields a few weeks no. ago. But I think Ellinger has upside. Okay. You comparing Fields to Ellinger is a massive insult, by the it way. Is a, I'm not saying that he's the same player, obviously. I'm just saying, like, the Colts have nothing to lose. Jeff Saturday has nothing to lose. The Raiders are terrible. Like, Vinny, what, if, what if they just open this thing up? Like, Vinny, what if? Joey and I, a sep- separate, not even together, have more coaching experience than Jeff Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Doesn't matter. And he, oh, excuse me. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Guy hates analytics. This is, analytic. like, this is like this is like Jimmy T, like times a million. Okay, <laughs> so you're, you're willing to say like money line, like you're you're 100 betting the Raiders to win this game. No, but I can see this game being like nine to six. Yeah, exactly. Okay, one hundred percent. Like awful. They're gonna like Jonathan Taylor might run for like. 175 yards. Okay, well, he's another guy I have interest in. I'm just saying that okay, the, Raiders that's fine. Are, the Raiders are one step away from the grave. Like, they are <laughs> on the back of the plank right now, and this could just be, like, foot to chest, like, just no, kicking no. them off. Let, let's move on the running backs because this leads us right into yeah, let's what do we're it. for here. So let's but go right real into the quick, running backs. Real quick, I see you have your high tight fade going on there. Did you use a special product for that, or – well, I use a special product to keep it maintained, and that's my Manscaped tiny trimmer that they give me. And, you know, it saves me from going back to the barber over and over again. I can use the trimmer to do the lines, line it up a little bit, make it look clean. Get some loose so, yeah, hairs. yeah, it's all about Manscaped. So good good news. You guys might have noticed that Manscaped was absent for a couple of episodes. Uh, we were just working out the details of the deal, but – uh, they are back supporting supporting Red Zone DFS uh, through uh, 2022. So for the next few months, Manscaped's going to be back on board. You're going to be hearing us. You're going to be able to still hook up the discount of 20% off plus free shipping. Same code. We didn't change it. We said, nope, not going to happen. Zone 20. You go get your you know Christmas gifts. Hanukkah is coming up. You know, we 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 have two gentlemen here who celebrate both. Uh, and there's a little Feliz Navidad going on in Joe's house. Look, we got Manscaped flying products flying all over the place. They've got some new products coming out. Um, so look for that coming in the in the next few episodes we can talk about. But look, they got everything. They got boxers, they got ball toner, they got ball deodorant. If you got a little, you know, stinky jewels down there, you know. <laughs> Go, go take care of it. Take care of yourself. You're going to be going out. You're going to be going seeing friends and family around the holiday, maybe going to a little Friendsgiving action. You know, make sure you look nice. Make sure you're well-groomed. Make sure you smell nice. Manscaped, 20% off. Manscaped.com, zone 20. You know what to do. Exactly. Yes, Couldn't sir. have said it better myself. All right, Joe, you seem to want to jump right into running backs. Who are you liking the most? Yeah, so I'm liking Jonathan Taylor. Um, number one reason is I saw about a 12 second clip of him today practicing. I'm doing full cuts and that was it. That was sold. He's healthy. His ankle's fine. He's good to go. So I'm not going to look any further. He's got no injury designation. The Raiders 
don't even want to tackle. They don't give a shit. They're they're done. Their hopes have been crushed. I mean, it's not that they're a bad team, but when you're expected to be six and two at this point, not two and six, you're a little deflated. This team, they got players retiring. Uh, one of their starting linebackers, their defense at this point, the only person that still has a high motor is Max Crosby. Everyone else doesn't care. I can see Jonathan Taylor just literally running for 200 plus yards this week, just because the Raiders don't want to tackle. And Jeff Saturday. His only game plan is going to be we're running the ball 50 plus times in this game. Like guy, he his message to his team is we're just going to beat the shit out of them. That's it. What else is Jeff Saturday going to do? He's an offensive lineman for like 15 years in the NFL. So Jonathan Taylor might be in 100 percent of my lineups this week. Well, not only that, Joe. I mean, he's he's 7,500 dollars. Yeah, this is a guy who was the highest price guy in the slate week one. Yeah, so like who who still has that talent by the way, right? Yeah. So look, there's no guarantees he's still, you know, he was a full participant in practice Thursday, so it looks like he's gonna he be good, good to go. Um yeah. but I mean I mean at seventy five hundred dollars, like yeah. I, I mean what <laughs> how can you how can you not try to get some access to this guy? And yeah. I think that he's not going to go super highly owned because you got a lot of ownership gravitating to the two guys up top. And then you've got Jacobs and Kamara who are yep. game, you know, carrying some ownership. And then you've got ETN carrying quite a bit of ownership. So you can't play everybody up here. Yep. Right. Um, and, and, just like, and he has been horrible all year. Right. So like, you know, when you just look at the numbers, nobody's going to take him over Kamara who just, you know, I know he had a dud on Thursday night, but the week before that, scorched, right? Like, well, I'm with you. I think he's the first. Yeah. He's the Raiders. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, so, I'm with you. I, I think the, the get right team. This is my proof that the NFL is just like WWE in 1996. It's <laughs> because in no other fucking world would it be Jeff Saturday coaching his first game against the Raiders. Just to humiliate. And possibly get his first win. And be this total highlight tape story, and it has to be against the Raiders. Guys, I've seen this story over and over again in so many different situations. This is it's it's written. This is all written at this point. So I think the Colts come in there and literally Jonathan Taylor runs the ball down their throat, and that's how they get the win in this game. And gritty all defense. Right. Fair point. Uh, all right. Well, we'll up, just end the podcast top. there. Uh I mean, I, I really like Jonathan Taylor as well. Um, I'm certainly gonna be playing quite a bit of Nick Chubb. Um, mm-hmm. th- this is a guy, we, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. I've got some interest in Brissett, but at 8,100, a guy who's literally just getting all of the carries, yeah, who's gonna go sub 10% owned, yeah, like, I mean, that I, I mean, mean I'm seeing like wide. 5% right now, yeah, yeah, so I know it's like five to six percent, and it's like, okay, and again, you can't play everybody up here, right? Um. But again, but he's I, always I, the forgotten guy. Always, hundred percent. I'll continue yeah. to fade Josh Jacobs. I think I'm going to come out on top more times than not. Um, we already mentioned that I, you know I will be playing Barkley in some of those Danny Dimes stacks. Get your currency correctly, correct, Vinny. Um, there's no Penny Man around that that facility. Um, Vin, who do you like up here? Is it the same people? Is there anywhere else you're going? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I, I, I like Taylor a lot. Uh, I like Chubb a lot. Barkley, I'll have as much as I can. And obviously, I'll be going back to the king, uh, Mr. Henry. Um, I, 
it's just it's it's unbelievable at this point that like the only time Henry doesn't get the ball is like they're just trying to kind of keep the defense honest. Like truly, it's the only reason. Um, I Denver obviously has a good defense, but after getting rid of Bradley Chubb, you know, I, I think the writing is on the wall there. And I don't yeah. think it really matters for Henry. Like it really doesn't. Tennessee is not going to bend and break as far as who they are. Like yeah. if Denver shuts down the run early, it's not like they're all of a sudden going to be like, oh, we got to adjust and start throwing the ball. They're just going to run it more. You know, yeah. so uh, at 8,300, you know, this is why I talked about the quarterback position. I want as many of these guys as possible in my lineup um, this week. So I'm going down at quarterback this week. So, um, yeah, that's why I like a, like Taylor and above. But Fair enough. Um, if if we're going down a little bit here, I, I, obviously I like the situations. There's a lot of high-priced running backs like you mentioned. Yeah. Two of them that might be my favorite this week, and I'm hoping that Aaron Jones does not play or that he's ruled out late because A.J. Dillon and Tony Pollard might be my two favorite plays in the whole week. Yeah. Um, especially for where they're priced at. They're priced up high enough where people aren't just going to be able to jam them in, um, you know, now that Zeke is out. Um, if Aaron Jones is out, you know, he's only priced, you know, 800, 600 bucks less than Aaron Jones was. He, Aaron Jones did practice in, in a limited fashion today, but I mean, I think that Green Bay is going to watch that film that they, <laughs> from last week and Rogers doing all this weird, crazy shit around the goal line. And they're just going to pound with AJ Dillon down there this week. If they get down there versus Dallas, Dallas doesn't have a very good run defense. They've got a very good pass rush and they have a very good secondary. Um, I'm hoping that LaFleur will, will realize that and utilize AJ Dillon a little bit because he's relatively fresh. And then obviously we've seen green Bay's terrible run defense, Tony Pollard at 6,500. I mean, he he's we see the type of uh, the type of runs he's ripping off on a weekly basis. <laughs> the funniest part is is that he doesn't come up a lot. Um, a lot of DFS players look at red zone touches for running backs. He's scoring so much from outside of the red zone that he's not popping up in those statistics, which is a reason wow. why I think he's largely going under owned. I mean, I've got Dylan at about two to three percent, and I've got Pollard at like five to six percent. So yeah. those two guys in that mid range, I really, really, really like those two. Yeah, that's interesting. I think they're pretty sneaky for sure. I mean, Green Bay. I- yeah, if Jones doesn't play, I have interest, but like I think he's gonna try to suit up, man. I, I if the Packers drop another game or two, they're done. Like their season's over. Yeah, but even, I think, even if even if he plays, like he might get banged up again, and yeah, Dylan's an involved in the offense I get it. anyway. An ankle I think, just takes one little one yeah, little tweak. The problem I have with it is just like Green Bay has no identity on offense. Like they have no flow. They have no like cohesion they just look terrible dude like and for me like it's just hard to when i could just pay 400 dollars more and just take travis Etienne, who's been freaking unbelievable but that's fine and i'm and i'm not saying that etn is a bad play but he's yeah, also 25 owned i hear you still in two percent yep no i i get it um 
I think it's a definitely an interesting play. Um, Joe, anyone in here in the sixes? No, not outside of what you guys have talked about. Uh, my next guy I want to talk about is down in the fives. So if you guys right. okay. higher, go I, for it. I mean, I had some interest in Damian Pierce until I saw that he is going to be a top five owned player this week. That He's makes like me a little bit nervous. 30% owned. Yeah, I, I don't love that because I don't think his upside is, like, amazing, right? Like, he's got a good floor. I think he's, like, 15, 20 points maybe. But, I mean, is Damian Pierce going to beat me on Sunday? Like, I mean, he could because he's they're literally just giving him the ball 95% of the time now. and That's, that's what my people big fear, are, yeah. And that's what people – and that's why he's 27% owned because he is one of the few backs outside of – you know, Derrick Henry, basically, and Saquon Barkley, that's getting that kind of workload, and he's, yeah. you know, $2,500 cheaper than those guys. So, yeah. I, no, it makes sense. I get the it, problem, but The it's problem just, I have with it, he's only eclipsed 21 points once this year. I know. So it's they like, just don't, he, he runs a lot, and he gets a lot of carries, but they just don't even get near the fucking red zone. I know. So, like, so he did, his opportunities for touchdowns are so slim. Now, yeah. apparently, Brandon Cooks is going to decide the play this week. I mean, he's not hurt. So, I love how Houston um, guys are just like, nah, I'm not going to play this week. Well, I mean, I guess it's better than Raiders guys who are just retiring. Um, so, that's true. You got that. That's true. Um, what about sneaky? Well, I- well, go ahead, Joe. Who who do you like? Uh, you said you had some people in the fives. Who you who you hopping? So, on? man, this is this is my hardest take I've had all year. Um, Najee Harris. Um, oh my, fifty five hundred. I know, I know. So, if you just look at what he's been doing, he's been getting about sixteen touches a game for fifty five hundred. Sixteen touches a game. That interests me. Now, the Steelers scare the shit out of me because that team is so terrible on offense. Um, they're coming off a bye week. New Orleans has to come to them. The Saints aren't anything special. They're not great. Mike Tomlin has gone full score stirth in the media about Najee Harris this week, about how he's going to start losing touches and all these things about he's a great player, but does he want to step up? Can he do more for the team? I mean, Mike Tomlin has gone full on calling out Najee Harris, saying you need to step your shit up or this other guy behind you is going to start getting snaps. They actually said this backup might actually end up being a starter by the end of the year. You know that's not true, but that's Tomlin just fucking lighting, just throwing gas on the fire here. I just think this kind of could be a sneaky, weird one. Not where Najee just absolutely busts, but he has a game where you go, oh, yeah, forgot about this guy. He was like rookie of the year last year. He's pretty goddamn good, even though Pittsburgh sucks. So it might be my worst take of the year. It might be my best take of the year. So I don't, I don't, I don't think it's I, a horrible call for his price point. You know, well, what I mean? yeah. I mean, th- the thing is, is that like, I, I think you're fine, Joe. I mean, for 5,500, I mean, why not? I mean, how bad could it really, really hurt you? I mean, let's say he gets nine to 10 points, you know, it's not great. You could probably still cash that lineup really highly, but you know, it's not like he's 7,200 getting you right you know, mm-hmm. nine to 11 points. So, and I think that's really his floor probably. Yeah. Um, in New Orleans, 16, New Orleans 16 touches. This is what we said about Mixon. Yeah, I, I know obviously the Bengals are a lot better and Mixon's in a lot better situation, but we were saying like touchdowns are going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and Najee has three touchdowns this year. It just almost doesn't make sense. Like, well, I, I mean, think this is a week where he gets a touchdown or two and gets us to our 4X. I just wish they would freaking use him in the passing game like last year. Like, what yeah, that, that part it? That part's really strange. You have a rookie quarterback. Um, I think I think that the rookie quarterback just isn't getting getting through his progressions quick enough to get down yeah. to Najee Harris. Like, and here – He's taking too long to go from one to two to three, then to check down. He's staying on one for too long. Then he looks at two quickly, and he's barely getting to three and then throwing to three. He's not even getting to his check down. So, like, I I went back, and you can see when his body moves, he's he's not getting there, right? So, aside from calling screens and stuff like that, and Najee, you know, with – that Liz Frank injury, his his burst is down a little bit this year. So screen, he's not a great screen running back, right? But, you know, I think that they could do well with simplifying that offense a little bit into, into like, two options and then a check down for him. So hopefully yeah, coming off the bye, they do that, you know? But that's what I love about Chase, Chase Claypool not being there, right? They were using Chase Claypool in short yard situations. They were giving him two to three end arounds a game they and were. little short screens, right? That's three to six touches a game that now Najee is going to get. Yep. All right. So I, I think like Najee is going to go to the 20 touch range. I mean, I've been convincing myself like crazy on this one today, but too many things make sense. I, I don't mind throwing him in a lineup or two. I think it's a pretty sneaky call, actually, for the price point. And it's mainly yeah. because there is not a lot down here, you know. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, so just so 100 bucks more than him uh, with the uncertainty this week. I know they're not a run-first offense, but I think that they are going to try and run the ball a little bit more this week, and that's Devin Singletary at 5,600. Um, I do like I, – I think the Najee Harris call, call is interesting, especially if Case Keenum plays. Um, but Minnesota's run defense is, is really, really bad. Um, and they are just going to run the ball a little bit more. For 5,600, again, the guy's not going to kill me and has a 22 to 27-point upside if he can get into the end zone a couple of times. So he's a guy I really like down here. And then – I mean, you can't really ignore what Jamal Williams has been doing. 22 carries last week. I think Swift is just still banged up. They said this week that he's going to get a few more carries, but like, okay, well, what's a few more? Is he going to go from like six to 10? Yeah. Like, I I mean, Jamal's just dominating the snap share right now. And I think that, you know, he's he's a little bit chalky down here. But on a week where we don't have a whole lot of value elsewhere, I think it's something that you have to consider at 5,900. Yeah, I'm going to go to the other side of that game. And I'm not a big Monty guy, but I am going to play a little bit of David Montgomery uh, this week. And Detroit's defense is just terrible, man. And I know I think this is a direct, obviously, leverage spot off of Fields Chalk, and those lineups are not going to do it and not going to play them. Um He's. I was on Herbert earlier in the week, but he's actually not getting as many touches as I thought he was. Um, 
I, I think I still think Montgomery is the better play in this game. So I think it's I think that's a great call, Vinny. I think you know Fields has always been that running threat, but now he's proving he can absolutely torch you on it. Defenses have to account for that. That means ends are staying home. That means cut like cutback lanes are available. I can see Montgomery having a couple big runs. I mean, his last four games is 15 carries, 15, 15, 14. Like he's getting touches, you know, like he just isn't popping them, right? So against Detroit's defense, like there should be some opportunities there. Um so I, I'm going to roll the dice on Montgomery in a few lineups. Sure. Definitely the Fields lineups. I love going with the Fields-Montgomery stack. That sounds great. You can do it. You're going to take all the all the running game, you know, out of, uh, on the slate. So I'm not going below that. I mean, you mentioned Najee. I added, added him in, but I had nobody below Montgomery on my player pool. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to play this guy. Um but I have some interest in Kareem Hunt. Uh, if that game gets gets really out of control, um, especially like I said, if you if you think that Miami's going to throttle their ass, um, he's a nice comeback um, in a two-o waddle cheetah stack um, for fifty-three hundred. He's going to be very very involved if they jump out to a big lead. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know if I'm quite comfortable going there yet. Um, and then, I mean, it feels really gross to talk about, but like Cam Akers is basically just like the last person standing in, in, in LA. I, I refuse. I'll, I'll play no, I'll play a zero over Cam Akers. You'll play an inactive player over Cam Akers. Yep. Same thing. I might as well save the, save the money. <laughs> I'll go down 500 and play, uh, Kyron Williams for 4,000. I'll save the okay. five hundred. Yep. All right. Okay. Well, there, that that uh, <laughs> that takes care of that. Let's go to wide receiver one offs. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I think first of, all, first of all, I think these top four guys are all one offs in my opinion, just because these stacks are kind of ridiculous that they're all in, except for Devontae Adams. So do what you want with that. But um, I would say let's start with Diggs and below, unless you guys just really want to talk about one of these top guys. No, I'm with you. I mean, as much as I can get to Tyreek, Jefferson, Adams, I'll do it, you know, and Diggs, obviously. So I don't think there's much to talk about there, right, Jim? Like, Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> especially with, you know, the lion's share of the Raiders team just being dead, apparently. Um, <laughs> Devontae Adams, I mean – this could be like a 20 target game for him. Well, this is it, why you it, don't work with your friends. It should have been last week, but then yes, they, they they literally just like stopped throwing him the ball in the second half. It was so yeah, I told you, I said this in a text message to you guys. Vinny said, "Why don't the Raiders just do this every week?" And I said because Derek Carr cannot resist going back to his reads and not just hitting his best player on the team. So, yes. And what do you know? He went right back to his reads, which meant dump off Derek in the second half. So we'll we'll get to him, but like literally, Adams had 17 targets, and now you take Waller and Renfro out of the mix. Like we'll get, I, we'll get up top. I'm gonna play him a ton, but we'll get to uh, we'll get to the other guy down here for sure. But <laughs> Joey's but, favorite yeah. player. Um, All right, below so Diggs. What we looking one at? One off. Um, I think Almond Ross St. Brown is, is just gotta be the guy, uh, the amount of volume that he's going to get this week. He's the guy underneath 
these guys that has the highest upside of the week, I think. Um, yeah. You know, 6,900 and below, he's got legitimate 30 to 40 point upside. We've seen him do it before. He's fully healthy. Their best player, DeAndre Swift, is not. TJ Hawkinson is gone. Um, there's other loser wide receivers um, who are hurt. Uh, St. Brown is going to be a guy that he's priced up high enough where it's going to be tough to get him in, but he's a guy that I'm going to have in quite a bit of my lineups. Okay. Joe, so about this, like high fives or like six range. Um, Chris Olave. I mean, he's the yeah, only 58. show in town at this point. I mean, they're throwing to guys that I don't even know who their name is. I really hope Andy Dalton doesn't play this week and it's Jameis Winston or even better. Nobody plays Olave because of Andy Dalton and Andy Dalton gets hurt like on the first drive and Jameis Winston yeah, goes, goes in. Real quick, if they do go to Jameis, I will play Jameis this week. Pits, oh, yeah. Pittsburgh's defense is terrible. But just but Chris, Olave, Chris Olave is one of those guys, he's making a bad offense look good. He's right? really We've seen good. that with some receivers in the past, and it's like they don't even need a good quarterback to go off. That's Chris Olave. He gets yeah. open. He makes plays. He's got great hands. I mean, everything he does is fantastic. He's finally actually priced where he should be this week, which is going to bring mm-hmm. his ownership down. So I really like Olave. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna continue playing Alan Lazard uh just because they literally have no other able bodies there. Um I like the Q tag as well. Guys seeing nine, ten targets a game, like okay, like I'll just we've seen Rogers with Adams, he'll just pepper the only guys he trusts, which there's one guy there. So yeah. um I like Jerry Judy a, a, quite a bit. He's gonna come on here. And we know Tennessee's defense, especially the pass defense, is not great. Um, I don't like Russ, but we've seen Judy go for 16 and 18 points these last two weeks with 18 targets. Like, he's obviously becoming Russ's favorite in this offense. Like, I think at 5,700, he's a pretty strong play here. I don't mind it just because I really do think Tennessee has kind of a letdown this week after – Rabel always getting his team up like it's the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. And um, I don't think they're going to play that well this week. So I can see Denver doing a lot better than people think just because Tennessee. Yeah, and their corners aren't great. Like, they just manhandle people in the front seven. So, like, that tells me Russ is going to have to get the ball out quick. Like, that's more Judy than Sutton, right? Like, so, I I, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of an interesting play. Definitely. What about below that, guys? Uh, well, I don't want to ignore Christian Kirk. Um Again, he's just one of those other people where he's the only show in town outside of ETN. All the points are going to ETN and Kirk in that offense. So you can't ignore Kirk at 5,900. It's just too cheap. And especially if you guys think this game goes the way you think it's going to, where the Chiefs come out hot and Kirk's just getting all those second half points that we always love. Yeah, and he 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 produces a lot more points too when they have Marv Jones back. And he can just play the slot the whole time. And Marv and Zay can play outside. And when he can just concentrate and play, you know, 75 to 85 snaps out of the slot, he really does do quite a bit better. Um, so I'm 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 on Kirk too. But there's two guys here. Well, I think one of my favorite plays the entire week is Rondell Moore. Um at 5200, they are using the shit out of him. Yeah. And he's he's another guy that benefits now from Hopkins being back, because yes, they're going to feed Hopkins, and you know it, that's fine. 
But, I mean, it opens the rest of the field up for Rondale so much. I mean, he's the safety blanket, and Kyler isn't afraid to check it down. They don't really have a check down running back. Uh, per se, that yeah. Rondell Moore is that for them. And at 5,200, I think that, you know, I, I'm quite a bit interested in that. And the more and more I talk about it, the more and more that that Kyler and Nuke and Rondell Moore are slowly becoming my favorite stack. But outside of that, Rondale is going to be make a lot of my lineups as a one-off just because of the volume that he gets and the explosiveness that he brings. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I like Rondale quite a bit. Um, Kyler just makes me nervous with the hammy and injury, right? Like it's just his only like aspect of his game that makes him good is he's able to move and run. Like so that's that's why I like that's not good. That's why I like Rondale even more this week because he's oh yeah no less I, apt to run totally. You mentioned is it a coincidence that Kyler got hurt a week after the release of Call of Duty. <laughs> no, it's not a coincidence at all. He was probably in there fucking slamming Mountain Dew Code Red, uh, just peeling Game his eye- on the eyelids back, like, yeah. dropping a little bit of Adderall into that Mountain Dew, just, you know, crushing it up, dropping it in there, you know, classic stuff. Uh, no, it's no no surprise whatsoever, Joe. He definitely skipped out on leg day that week and the week after, and now has a hamstring injury, and it's like the least shocking thing ever. So <laughs> I agree. Um, if Miko Hardman plays, I will have a fair amount of him at that price tag. Like he's just not going up and he keeps producing. So um, yeah, I, I like him down here, but we're starting to come up on our boy who Mac wants daddy. The, yeah. the Mac, Mac daddy. daddy. Of them all. He's back, baby. They're going to Jeff Saturday is going to just, He's going to have his defensive coordinator. He's going to say, look, we're not going to let their best player, Devontae Adams, beat us. Double cover him, triple cover him, don't care. Mac Hollins, I called it the week that he had his career game. Could he best his career game this week? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but at $4,200, I'm going to be paying playing a fair amount of him just because of the volume. I mean, the, he was getting the volume with – you know, Renfro in there and with so, Waller in there. And those guys are both gone now. So like now I, I don't even know who is behind him. I don't pay that close attention to the Raiders lineup, but. So, so I saw a stat earlier that said the two games without Renfro this year, and this is with Waller, Matt Collins had a 22% target share and 46% deep targets. So <laughs> you, see, you now I mean, take Waller out of the equation. Like those numbers are going to go up theoretically right so tremendous uh, i think he's is close to like a 4k must play as possible and like he i may have like 50 percent mac daddy yeah. this week it's it's not a bad call joey are there's you gonna, nowhere are, else to go are you gonna hop on the mac train this week no absolutely okay not. it's because you have to play a raider or no. are you like like take your bias out of it he's a good play Yes, he is a good player. Yeah, it's, I guess he's on the field and he plays. I don't know if he's a good play. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to have like a twenty Dude. to twenty five percent. Look, share. but no, but here, here's so here's the only like thing. Demir Bird running around tonight. No, he like is eight percent Bird. Matt Collins is strictly in the game to be a run blocking receiver, and he sometimes goes out on routes. He is one of the best run blocking receivers in the league. 
That's why he actually plays. It's not because he's a better receiver than anyone. We just no, he, he run blocks and he goes deep. A ball, a ball exactly. just bounced right off his face on a deep ball. That would have been like an 80-yard touchdown. Like that's wow. Matt Collins, guys. That's all, all I'm right. saying. Well, for 4,200, I'll I'll uh, I'll Mac all up in that shit. Yeah, I don't care. I'll Mac on your face. But in that day. same in that same range, <laughs> in that same range, Vinny, you like Alan Lazard. I like Samore Torre. For Green Bay Packers, I got Dallas. him on my, I got him on my list, dude. Mm-hmm. It's Samore Torre, one of the Creator coolest player. football names. I think he was actually not a bad play at Nebraska. I'll tell you that, but dude, he's but seen like, four targets he, in the last two games, like Christian like, Watson. But they're all like thirty-yard plays, and Aaron Rodgers fucking hates Christian Watson. Well, he he, he, he fucking gets hurt every game. Him. He gets hurt every game, and he drops balls. He's young. He just doesn't. Again, there's no nothing there. So Maury Torre goes in, and Rogers just hits him for like a 40 yarder every time he goes in the game. Yeah, I could see Samori Torre getting a couple grabs this week. I like it. Uh, one other guy that I do have some interest in is if Hardman is not going to play. I think this becomes MVS week. Like everyone's down on him. He has been just completely irrelevant in that offense. Like. I think some people are going to go to Tony, and I think MBS is the guy that gets back in into the rotation here. So, well, he's um, he's on the field. No, I know, but I mean, I think the ball will actually go his way this week. If okay, if, but it doesn't really have much bearing that Hardman's off the field because he doesn't run those routes. I get it, but he's still out of like the ball still only goes to one guy in a play, right? Like there's still targets. There's still like opportunities that are going to go his direction. I just, I can't trust Tony. He played nine plays last week. Like, okay. It was his first, his first game. No, I get it. Like, but uh, one more week is not all of a sudden going to turn him into a 60 play guy. Right. I mean, he, he had more points in MBS off those nine plays last week. No, I get it. But like, this is what happens with the chiefs, right? Like the minute we fall asleep on some guy, like, Again, he's not going to be a core play. He's not going to be a guy that like, I make a priority to stack. But I think you play him if Hardman's out. Like we we've spent we spent too much time. Down I have there. no one below that. Like I'm that getting sick. Guy. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Torrey is the lowest guy I have. But Jim, <laughs> anyone in the threes, I can't play anybody else. Like it's gross down there. I'm so uh, nauseous. I haven't found I haven't found any any uh, okay. any skid mark plays this week. Um, <laughs> All right, tight ends know, then. I, uh, I mean, there's don't one, but you know, no, nope. don't. No, we need, to, we need, we need, we need to move on. We're at 50 minutes here. We got to move right. on. All right, all right. I mean, well, tight, tight ends, ends pretty easy. <laughs> no, yeah. No I mean, obviously, no, yeah. But I really like dancing Rick Dolchik this week. I think <laughs> yeah, he is baby. in a solid it's spot Rick. in Denver. I mean, he's got the best picture on DraftKings, so I just got to play him for that reason. I mean, it's dancing Rick. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't go wrong with dancing Rick. Um, Absolutely. If we're talking up top, I have quite a bit of interest in TJ Hawkinson. I knew they'd use him quite a bit. Yeah, that um, was a great call by you last week. I was blown away how much they used him. I he like you don't you don't trade that those kind of picks for a player and and not bring them in. They saw that there was this, the hole in their offense, and he fits really well. Um, he's obviously a smart guy. He learned the playbook really quickly, and. They saw that during the week, and now he's out there. So, you know, for 5,300, it's kind of a weird, like, dead zone there. Um, I'm interested in that. But I think my favorite play of the week 
Now, my only issue here is that I don't, I'm hoping that Green Bay can make this enough of a game so that they have to use this guy. But I really like Dalton Schultz at 3,800. Um, he's only 3,800 and he can easily have a touchdown in like 80 yards and get you 16 to 18 points. And there's not like a, that's not like a crazy outlier thing for him to do. So, do you, you guys have anybody below that? I think uh, Foster Moreau at 3,200. Yeah. I mean, he's almost at minute 3,200. I think he's in a spot where he's just missing some goal line opportunities. So if the Raiders do get in the goal line, Foster Moreau's in line to do something. I mean, the guy in front of him has heroin hamstrings. So here he is in an opportunity. Uh, yeah. Heroin hamstrings. Um, I I have some interest in Cole Komet, too. Um, he's slowly been getting more and more targets. And I think that Detroit is going to try and spy Justin Fields a little bit, which should open up the middle of the field. Um, and with a lot of their, you know, they have Mooney and and that's about it, right? They, they don't really have anybody else. And Komet has been getting more targets week after week. So I, I don't, I'm undecided on him, but if I do play Justin Fields, um, he's a really, really cheap option that I, I would like to pair with Justin Fields. That's not Mooney. Um, that I can just play Fields, Komet, and St. Brown on the other side and then just kind of fill everything else in from there. Yeah, as long as he does start to steam ownership, I'm fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, And I have him in here. But if people start getting nervous, start chasing last week, like, I mean, I, you're- I'm not going to. Well, you're playing your boy Dancing Rick at 16 to 20% ownership. So No, I get it. I, but he's been better than Cole Kamet outside of last week's spike week, you know. So, um, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like I just think Fields is starting to get it going. And it's one of those things, like, again, for sure. Not you, not you, Vinny, but the rest of us might be late to the party. Don't be scared about that. The party's still hopping. Party's Fire. going. Get in there. Uh, defenses. Defense. Who, who's, you, who's your one that you're going with? I got Colts. one below three that I really yeah, like. Colts. Okay. Colts. <laughs> the slowest game of the week with an offensive line head coach that all he's going to want to do is run the ball and shorten this fucking game as quickly as possible and get this game over with. So yeah. I think it's the Colts. Uh, okay. I have just a couple hundred dollars more. I'm going to be playing quite a bit of Cardinals. Uh, the Rams are oh stick God. a fork and I'm terrible. Uh, well, and, now, and now Stafford might not play. Stafford's hurt, which honestly, like, kind of makes me nervous. Like we talked about with the removal of Jonathan Abrams, like maybe the Rams like find something with a backup. <laughs> Who is they got backup? nothing going with uh, their starter? Uh, Wofford. So, yeah, isn't that the guy that got knocked out of the playoff game? Like yes. knocked out cold and <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, so wait, yeah, wait, I'll, like, off the bench. Almost dead. No, he like started and then he like remember went to go slide when they had got like knocked out. When they had yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like the Cardinals quite a bit there. So uh is TJ Watt back this week? I don't know. If he he is, is, I'll play some Steelers. Absolutely. Um that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I'll mix a match elsewhere, but those Cardinals Watt, are my favorite. Download. I mean, sorry, Derek Watt. TJ Watt will get you six points minimum just by himself on the so defense. Good. So Very likely. Just the fact that he's in there, like, yeah, I'll play some Steelers if he's in. Like it. Uh, top stacks. What do we got? Jimmy, go for it, man. Well, 
I mean, just kind of looking through and talking through it. I mean, uh, I, w- one that I know that everyone's on that well, I'm sure one of you guys will talk about. My mind's Kyler Murray, the Cardinals. Like we just said, I think that they're going to throttle the Rams. Um, Kyler's not going to be running around as much, so I think he's going to throw it around a little bit. Um, I you could go Kyler, Rondale, and Nuke is going to be my preferred three, and then. You could run it back with Cup if you really wanted to and then get cheap elsewhere, but uh, you don't have to. Um, I think that's going to be my preferred stack. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, this one has a caveat because I don't know if he's necessarily playing, but if he does, uh, the Bills uh, with with, uh, Case. With Case. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, li- I think I- I'm going to have just a ton of it. Like, I just okay. think so cheap, easy to fit in. Opens the door for a lot of higher end running backs. Fair so. enough. Okay. I really? like Detroit and Chicago. My favorite of this game would be to go Fields, Montgomery with Amon Ra on the other side. And that way it gives me an opportunity to get to some higher price receivers that I really like. Someone like a Jonathan Taylor on running back on um, that's my other running back spot. So I think that's going to be my main three that I build around in my main lineups. And that way I can get to my higher price guys. All right. Well, I mean, we got to mention, I mean, my other one, I thought one of you guys would touch on it is going to be Miami. Yeah. Um, I mean, Definitely I think that might be the highest scoring stack the entire week. Yep. I have them here for sure. I just thought the bills were a little bit off the, off the beaten path. No, I, I mean, yeah. it, if Keenum's in, I really, really like that one, Vinny, like a lot. So yeah, definitely. Revenge game against the Vikings with Diggs and him. I mean, yep. again, this is NFL is WWE 96. So yep. first NWO. All right. We on to bold calls. We're on to bold calls. Presented to you by Manscaped Zone 20. Don't have to tell you guys <laughs> about that again, but it's bold call time. I Vinny, like it. You're going to dial up some music here? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me get that going. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. This fucking guy. Um, all right, Joe, <laughs> lead us off. My bold call of the week. I don't hear anything. Turn There's that shit up. There you go. Okay, my bold call of the week is Najee Harris for 25 DraftKings points this week. Woo! 25. Yes, sir. We need 22 points to hit 4X. He's going to eclipse that and get us to 25. 25 points. All right. Uh, <laughs> well. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, he gets the guitar. All right. Um. I'm going I'm going to the guy who we talked about who I'm going to be playing in quite a bit of my lineups uh, as a one-off and in my stacks. It's going to be Rondale Moore, the Cardinals, 5,200. Uh, I think he is going to throw up 30 this week. Wow. Bang. 6X, right. baby. What'd you just say? 6X, baby. <laughs> oh, sorry. I think that's something else. I was like, excuse me? Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry, I was trying to play time. DJ over here and like get the music going. I just <laughs> caught on the back of my head. Um, all right. I will predict that I think this is the week Nick Chubb goes for 40 and smashes everything. Ooh, uh, sub, he's going to be like 5% ownership wow everyone likes miami man i think nick chubb is who keeps him in the game not jacoby Brissett. 
Uh, Vinny, so. Vinny hears Jimmy says sex. He's got a chub. He might as well play some Barry White right there. Yeah, play. I don't have any props like last year when I broke it out. So, oh uh, but God, I'm telling you right now, Ellinger is going for 20 points this week. <laughs> this is I'm the week. You, do it. That's do not it. a bold call. All right. That's Jonathan like, Taylor breaks the slate this week. You guys, you guys harassed me after I said it. <laughs> no, I think Chubb is a great bold call for 40. Oh, um, I, think so. I will I, match your Chubb call though, and I think Taylor outscores Chubb this week. Ooh, all right, let's get like a little, let's get like a little friendly bet on that. What do you got? Little um, side action. The old, the old twelve pack bet. Oh, okay. I was okay. gonna say like loser has to shave like a racing stripe in their beard with the Manscaped promo okay. code. So twenty. Well, I, see, Vinny, I still that have to go into work. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, what do you mean? I'm on Zoom calls all day. You can put on like a fake beard in your Zoom calls. I'm just on every day. call like this. <laughs> You're just like this the whole time. So yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a great, great thing. We could circle back. Uh, we'll really get into it. We'll look at I'll the just details. Like, no, I'm on the computer. I can just change the lighting. I'll just sharpie in my beard. Like where exactly, I it, dude. So you just right. put like a fucking wizard beard from Halloween on and don't even say anything. <laughs> <laughs> like uh your your boss calls you like hey man are, are you okay like, like so there i identify as a wizard all right yeah, you well can't, they can't touch you for that one no they cannot i think that all right, guys make sure you like and subscribe if you're still listening like and subscribe make sure you get on our twitters make sure you post your winnings red zone dfs jj mcintosh dfs joey levine and Vinny levine 29 get on twitter tag us um Hey, did we announce that promo? Yep, Jim did what it yesterday. Promo? No, the giveaway. The giveaway. Oh, the giveaway. Yeah. yeah. We, so we hit 250 subscribers. I guess Joey was uh, uh, somewhere in outer space, and uh, yep. we ran the giveaway last night. And, and uh, uh, at Cardzenzo uh, was the one who took it down. So I, I DM'd right. him last night and uh, got him his 150 Enzo. bones. And uh, yeah, we he's we're all squared away. All right. Well, congrats, Cardzenzo, on your 150 bucks. Hopefully, you win a lot more this weekend on DraftKings Sunday. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Bye.